Welcome to Looney Tunes for Everyone. This is a dissection of the Looney Tunes panel over at Comic-Con, and we had such amazing news come out of that panel, which was moderated by Bugs Bunny himself, Eric Bauza, who also provides the voice of Tweety, who got to celebrate, and we got to sing Happy Birthday to Tweety, which was out of my mind, bonkers, uh, which, but awesome. And then we had a wonderful... Uh, conversation with the team over at Bugs Bunny Builders, which I will play for you in just a minute. But if you are new to the podcast, please subscribe and share with your friends. And uh, if you're a fan of Looney Tunes, be sure to keep it right here because I will be breaking down everything I saw on the panel floor. And yes, it was it was incredible. We had Bugs Bunny Builders. We had new Looney Tunes cartoons reveals and a preview of a Witch Hazel short. We had concept art from Tiny Toons Luniversity, which is mind-blowingly nostalgic and awesome. And then we were treated to a musical number that will be featured in Bye Bye Bunny, the first Looney Tunes musical feature. I cannot wait to dissect all of this with you. Keep it right here, because of course you realize this means podcast. Are you ready, eager young space cadet? Meep, meep. I call a supposed to be an earth-shattering kaboom. I'm here with the cast and crew of Bugs Bunny Builders. That includes Eric Bowser, the voice of Bugs Bunny, Tweety, and Daffy. Are there any more? You're <laughs> <laughs> just going to have to tune in to find out, Doug. There you go. Uh, Abe Outis, the showrunner and uh, creator of the show. Yeah. And Chandani Parak. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Uh, the voice of Lola Bunny on the show, and Lola, Lola joins this wonderful cast of characters that you know and love in a younger version of the Looney Tunes to help uh, usher in moral lessons and to, uh, to teach valuable life lessons. So how did this show come about, and whose idea was it to put hard hats into a theme song? Like, it's, <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> uh, I was brought on to the show... Um... They originally had an idea. They wanted to do something with preschool and the Looney Tunes brand. Okay. Uh, and I think they kind of saw that, you know, building and and the younger, you know, kids and stuff like that really like building and imaginative, you know, imagine, imagination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, things like that. And so when they brought me on, they said, how do we package this for preschool? How do we take Looney Tunes and make it in a preschool, you know, vibe? Uh, so the kids would watch it. And yeah. so I was brought on to kind of see how we could marry the two and how far we could push the Looney Tunes characters and what it would feel like. So uh, the concept was already there. I just took it and kind of brought it to what it is today. Well, thank you for doing that. <laughs> it <you>. is adorable. <laughs> and um, I think that the fans of Looney Tunes are also going to enjoy this because you don't uh, infantize the characters. Like, the characters remain, remain true to who they are. Yes. And was that integral into like the creation and everything with the process? Yes. Okay. So with with the Looney Tunes, you know, from the very beginning, it was understood that 
they wanted to put, you know, have that brand. It needed to be Looney Tunes. We need it to be Looney Tunes. We're sure. not trying to change anything. And uh, what you said, it's as far as like having the, the characters true to who they are, that we always wanted to keep intact. Just open it up to the yep. whole panel here. Um, you have your own construction crew of wonderful talent behind the voices. And how, what was it like putting this team together? And obviously Eric has been doing the voice of Bugs Bunny for a while now. So was this like you just walked into the room and they were like, oh, there's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> oh, no, it, you know, it's it's funny. It, it, again, I've, I've, I've been with him and uh, seen other performers too, like someone like Jeff Bergman, who's also on the show. Um, amazing voiceover artist and Bob Bergen. Um, and, and Candy Milo and Fred Tedesher. Might as well name them all. There's really not that many, right? There's really right? not that many. Yep. But it's like, again, it's, it's how are we going to do it this time? And, and what I love the most about this show in particular, it's like, how are we going to do it this time? And how are you guys going to like pull off like a new episode like of something that, you know, like kids are familiar with, with construction and make it fresh and funny. And yet they come back, all the writers and the directors come back with something new and something unusual and definitely something in the vein of Looney Tunes. It's, yes. it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that totally fits in this universe. But again, it's, it's what we love about them but, you know, take every memory that you love about the show, all your Saturday mornings with the bowl of cereal, and bring it into this environment, preschool. I love that. Which, by the way, there's probably going to be cereal involved if there's preschool. <laughs> uh, my son is already hooked. He's already into it. He hasn't even seen, like, like a full episode yet. I'm still trying to, still trying to give him, like, tidbits and Easter eggs, uh, but not, uh, not, not make him a, you know, spoiler alert guy. On, <laughs> I don't want him going to his Twitter, his six-year-old Twitter account, going, guys, guess what I found out today? My dad's Bugs Bunny. <laughs> sure he is. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Bugs is still Bugs, but still more of, again, being a dad, making sure things are out very clear, that they understand and uh, and especially kind of hard with Daffy and Tweety having their speech impediments. <laughs> Bugs already has the accent, but Daffy has the lift, and Tweety still talks even more like a baby. You know, that's right. Um, but so, uh, so they made it higher in range, I'm guessing. Um, or... Just just a little bit, yeah. But like he, you know, uh, what I love the what I love the most, and what makes me laugh, or uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, um, on who our voice director, is when Tweety gets a little sassy at times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, like with that, when you get to do that with that voice, it just—it's just so funny. <laughs> and Chadney, you bring in Lola. Uh, what is it like stepping into this role? And welcome to the Looney Tunes family. Yeah, it is an honor to be part of the Looney Tunes family. And I, every time I just—I can't believe I'm sitting with Eric Bauza and, <laughs> and these legends that are that I get to play with here. So it's—it's it's been incredible voicing her. She's. She's so much fun. Um, she's still the confident leader that she always has been since since day one. So it's great to, yeah, step into her shoes in in this preschool series where I get to play and and get as loony as possible with her. Yes, I love that. And yeah. she's a powerful character in her own right. Yes. And that translates to a construction crew where you have to have a foreman. You have to have yeah. somebody that is strong on on the ground and be level-headed. And I think she supports that role really well. Yes, completely. Yeah, she has her tablet. She is the architect. She makes her plans. She collaborates with all of the crew. And yeah, we, we stay in line with her, but also we, we get pretty loony in there too. So the adventures we have are pretty, yeah, pretty loony. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So this we're talking about Looney Tunes, and you can't talk about Looney Tunes without talking about the music. And you've actually integrated... 
um, one of the classic Carl Starling interpretations of a Raymond Scott song was Powerhouse, and you translate that into the Hard Hat song. And what was it like taking that melody and just doing something <coughs> new with it and adding dialogue, adding, adding lyrics to a new song? Uh, it was phenomenal. I mean, it was really, really fun to do. Uh, we have a fantastic music person, Matt Jensen. Um, he basically, it was that thought again, it, and it, this was across the board for this Looney Tunes iteration is, uh, we want to stay true to what it is, you know, but we want a modern twist on it. We want to, you know, it has to be uh, packaged for a younger audience. So to bring that in the powerhouse, something so familiar, yeah. you know, and, and you hear it and you're like, I know that tune, you know, and you bob your head to it and stuff like that. And then making sure, um, again, Matt did a phenomenal job of really finding the essence of what is modern and what makes it work. Um, and so it, hearing it and collaborating with, with Matt and, and, and Sean Denis and, and Eric and having their voices in there and everybody just singing, it, it, it kind of organically... I mean, for, for us, I'm, I'm sure for Matt it wasn't organic. <laughs> he put a lot of work into it. I don't want to take anything from it. But it, 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 when it happened and you hear it, it's, that's it. That's it. That's what we're looking for, you know. Um, but it was a process, but it was a, one of those things that every time you got a new version of it or we were tweaking it, you just wanted more. You wanted yeah, to push it sure. more. And you always had, you know, and, and just when you thought, you know, okay, this is the, the version. Well, what's the next version? Oh, that's even better than this one until we came to this, so. And you also have an intro theme with the Bugs Bunny Builders Looting Construction Crew. Yes. That's also a catchy song. Yes. How many catchy songs are going to be in this? Like, Post Malone just agreed to be, to be on board. And, you know, it's going to drop. Yeah. NFT. I mean, I think, again, you know, it's just... Uh, Music for, for Looney Tunes has been so iconic and, yes. and part of its legacy coming up. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we had that. Um, but also, too, preschoolers love songs. They love to dance around and jump around. And, and we really wanted to bring that, you know, and, and part of the preschool curriculum. Uh, but also we want to hook you and we want to get that earworm in there so you keep coming back and coming back and singing it. So. Well, it's working. Yeah, <laughs> great. Uh, so, so far we have seen uh, some really familiar faces with Foghorn Leghorn as the mayor. Uh, could we see other familiar faces in like government roles or the president? Maybe <laughs> President Granny? <laughs> um, First lady. Yeah. <laughs> you will definitely see uh, other characters in different roles. Um, we like to think of uh, Looneyburg as uh, just kind of a, a place where they live right now. We're still doing some world building and, and everybody. Uh, I don't want to say they have a specific role sure. because there's so much out there to do. And, and that's what we want to make sure that we come across to. It's not, hey, you're stuck in this and this is who you are. It's, hey, there's so many things you can do and there's so many places you can go. You know, And that's part of uh, what the builds are and what this world building is. So, I'm waiting for the video game. Yeah. There's got to be a builder's <laughs> video game where you got to build something and you got to use each character. Like thinking about even those classic NES side scrollers, yeah. like Tiny yeah. Tunes, and all those old yeah. Looney Tunes yeah. games. There has to be a Bugs Bunny builder's game. I'm hoping for Lego sets. Oh my gosh, because that, that would be, would be huge. awesome. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> ideas, Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the things that actually had me like 
leap with joy was that you have uh, character interactions that you don't actually get in the classic cartoons or even the new HBO Max cartoons. So you have Foghorn Leghorn like hugging Bugs Bunny and asking him to dream about this water slide and what it could possibly be. Um, could we possibly see more character interactions like that? And I love how you have, again, kept in tone with the characters. Oh, for sure. Uh, and uh, that is a big part of this series and this, and this show because, you know, we have uh, this fantastic learning curriculum. Uh, and part of it is, you know, is just being a good person and, and giving back to the community and doing, you know, um, just nice things, you know, yeah. uh, being a better person. And at the start, I think it was always kind of one of those things where it's like, is this going to work? Because, you know, in the past iterations, they've been against each other, trying to get the best of each other. Uh, staying true to their characters, though, it kind of organically happened. You know, Bugs is still, we still kept them cool, calm, and collect. Daffy's screwball, crazy. Lola, confident. And, you know, a, a, a dreamer and a doer. And Porky with his, por his precision and stuff like that. And Tweety. Tweety is actually, we are kind of gateway for the younger audience to really kind of ask questions and stuff like that. Um, it's just changing up the comedy a little bit, yeah. you know? So it's, it's really those interactions, they work. And we were really, I don't want to say we were surprised, uh, but we were like, this is working out great. You it's know? almost like part, it was already kind of instilled yeah. in the character to kind yeah. of be that, if you're looking for that gateway innocence, that's Tweety, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But the funny thing about Tweety is that you always think that Tweety's playing it up to be like all innocent, like, oh, I didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. And then, you know, Tweety. He's fine. <laughs> How old are you, Tweety? <laughs> Two and a half years old. And I'm like, the billboard says you're 80. <laughs> I think you're a lot older than you're telling us. There, there's so much to love about the show, from the music to the talent to the, the construction crew together. How did the team come about, like, finding these uh, characters that you put together? Uh, was there ever, like, Sylvester involved or, like, another character that you wanted to make uh, a part of the team? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, you'll, you'll see more. Uh, Sylvester, we do have Sylvester, we have Taz. Um, they all kind of have specialties, and okay. they do help out the crew. Uh, some are... More freelance, I guess you could say. You know, they come in when they're when they're needed. Um, but yeah, there all, all these. That's the one thing. Again, you know, Warner Brothers has been great about giving us full access to the library and stuff like that. So we want to make sure we get some familiar faces, definitely, and maybe not some so familiar faces that were more favorites of mine, or you know. Yeah, um, I saw Hippity Hopper in the background. Yeah, yeah. and Egbert. Egbert's yeah. great. Egbert's one of my favorites. So to make sure we get uh, a few of these. I love it. That's amazing. I love it. More cameos. Yes. And um, so Wacky Daffy is in this. It's not so much like the, the neurotic Daffy who's like out to get everybody, you know, mm -hmm. like out, out for himself. Um, he's more, I guess he's more of a team player, but he has these like kooky antics and like wacky sensibilities. Uh, did you go back to the classic cartoons for those um, interpretations? Uh, yes. Uh, you know, again, we're, we're skewed for a younger audience, mm -hmm. and that type of personality works better with the preschool than, you know, sarcastic. Because the other thing, too, with being sarcastic Daffy and being that kind of, you know, nonchalant uh, Daffy is uh, at that age, the preschool age, they don't fully understand that. So, like, sarcasm, like, we try to stay away from that. And, and so it was just a little more natural to have... 
Daff, uh, you, screwball Daff. You haven't met yeah. my son. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's breakfast. Yeah. You call that breakfast, Dad? Like, For sure. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with Abe with that. The whole, I think more kids, especially the target audience for this, are definitely more like the wacky hyper Daffy, yeah. yes. where maybe their wackiness or like their, uh, you know, they're always kind of just going, going, going. And in this show, that kind of leads to, uh-oh, you know, like maybe you did something bad here or, or something that we could fix. Yeah. Uh, and then he realizes it, you know, and then he's like, I'm sorry. Until the next episode. <laughs> yeah. And then he does it all over again. And I think, yeah, that's way more relatable to uh, kids these days than... Yeah. The, totally. the, at least we think. The, uh, <laughs> until they get their hands on candy and they're mine, mine, mine. <laughs> well, everyone can check out uh, Mike's Buddy Builders on Cartoon E2 on July 25th as a plane goes by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Okay. Okay, don't be. Let's, uh, let's drop some concrete here. Who built the airport? Uh, you can watch Bugs Bunny Builders on Cartoon Eat on July 25th and catch it on HBO Max the next day. Uh, thank you to the Looney crew in front of me, uh, Eric, Bauza, Abe Outish, and Sean Denis. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank, thank you. you. And thank please you. stay tuned because that's not all, folks. So that was my lovely conversation I had over at Comic-Con for Bugs Bunny Builders, which you can now watch on Cartoon E2 and HBO Max soon. So check those out and tell me what you think. Uh, put it in the comments or uh, leave a review of the podcast and tell me what you think of Bugs Bunny Builders because I really like this show and I can't wait to show future generations uh, these characters of Looney Tunes so they can grow up with these characters just like we did, just like we had in the 90s. Uh, but this is, you know, uh, for that youthful generation who will then be inducted into the classic Looney Tunes cartoons that we know and love. And, of course, HBO Max and multiverses and all of the other integrations of Looney Tunes that we have to celebrate and cherish. And it's just a wonderful way to respect what came before and the level of respect these characters are getting right now. And uh, recognition is just wonderful. And I cannot wait for the future. So now more than ever, it's not all, folks. There's a lot to come, and there is even more podcasting to be had. So keep it right here, because part two and part three are on their way. It's Hard Hat Time! Hard Hat Time! It's Hard Hat Time! It's time to build that sock you. Let's grab our gear and round up the crew. There's stuff to do. It's time to create. Hey! It's gotta be great! Come, let's go and answer the call. There's no project too big or small. We don't know. May the best racer win!